On today's episode of the Career Pack Podcast, I want to talk about a couple of levels to wealth that I came across from a newsletter that I read. So if you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening, share with a friend and follow us on all socials at the Career Pack Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Career Pact Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give more than I can get, as always. For those of you who are new, we are doing a daily, daily podcast for 365 days straight. We are on episode number 107. And today, I'm going to be referring back to my good old person, Mr. Sean Puri, for some incredible talk on money and life. And uh, the reason I want to talk about that today is because uh, money is a big factor in someone's life. And I suppose most people in their life know that in order to create, you know, the life that they want, they, of course, need to have money, figure out ways to accumulate it, keep it, invest it, grow it. But where it gets tricky for me Um, and I feel like maybe for most people, is to know when to start spending money on certain things at what time and at what money level in terms of net worth. So I want to share that today and I want to talk about that today. Of course, I'm going to be referring to Sean Puri's newsletter um, because, again, he did a great job breaking this down and there's like six levels to it. It's called Levels of Wealth. And I thought it's, it was a great framework for anyone who is just getting into the workforce, anyone who just started working for a year or two, and they're building up towards whatever it is that they want to do. Level one starts with being broke. You know, you're in your accumulation phase of dollar zero to $100,000. This time, personally, I'm in the broke phase right now. And, you know, Hopefully, I can get out of it soon, but this phase, it's a ton of quote-unquote life shit, right? So you worry about your rent, potential you know, mortgages, medical bills, car repairs, um, sometimes groceries, just regular things that are stressful, and you spend more mental space and more mental energy on these things than you want to, and at this point in time, I don't think it's always the smartest thing. Like he says, no point thinking about investing. I kind of disagree with that because I already invest myself. But when I think about investing, it's just like putting away little amounts of money every single month or every single paycheck as much as you can. So it's not don't invest from zero to 100K, but just save aggressively and having that nest egg of like 25,000, 50,000, 70,000 just in the bank, accumulating slowly over time. If you want to put, again, small percentages of your paychecks into investment accounts, that's great. I think there's a healthy balance of investing in this time, but also saving a lot until you get to that 100K number. And I think the the problem that Sean shares is that most people are working jobs where they're making, you know, 20 bucks an hour, 20 to maybe like 50 bucks an hour. And they're just too busy to find something else. They're too broke to quit because if they quit, then you know stress levels rise because they have bills to take care of, 
cars to get repaired, groceries to get, um, just basic daily expenses. So they're, they don't have enough money to quit and they get stuck on that, that wheel of, okay, I need this next paycheck just to pay for my bills. And I'm kind of in the same position now, you know, looking on, looking back personally, I'm in that same position right now in the accumulation phase. So, you know, I, I want to work. I like my nine to five job and that job, you know, takes care of my bills, does what it needs to do. I, I'm able to save a ton, invest. It helps living with mom and dad. <laughs> um, but at this level, for anyone who is at this level, creating a plan to get out of level one is necessary. So saying, okay, I'm going to save 20K for the next five years to get to 100K, or I'm going to save 50 grand for two years to get to, again, 100K. Once you hit that 100K level, you get to level two, as he shares. 100K to a million. This is when you are not super stressed about life shit. Actually, hold on. Before I talk about level two, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about my current level. Again, zero to 100K. And this... I used to think that having $2,000 was a ton of money. I used to think having, you know, five grand was a ton of money, 10 grand, a lot of money, 20 grand, a lot of money. But like just knowing that you have like 15, 20, even $10,000 put aside, I think it goes a long way in comparison to like having only a thousand to 3,000, like 10, 15, 20 grand, like that can give you a good little nest egg and keep you pretty comfortable for, you know, three to six, maybe if you're really pushing it sometimes nine to 12 months of expenses, depending on how frugally you live. So I think that's where I'm at right now, because I used to think those dollar amounts were a ton and I'm grateful for them, but you know, hundred K for me would be the ideal number to where it'd be like, okay, you know, I'm not super pressed about certain things, but being where I'm at now, I'm probably hovering around like the 25 30k mark right now and being at that mark it's like okay you know my, i know my bills are going to be paid um you know not super stressed but i also want to keep like saving very very aggressively and investing certain percentages of my paycheck like i mentioned so that's important to me and at level one all right level two you're not stressed about life, shit. rent, car repairs, medical bills, mortgages, um, all that stuff. You don't really have to stress over because you know you have the money to pay for it. But I think at this level, what gets tricky for, again, a majority of people is big purchases start to set in. Okay, um, I want to buy a $500,000 house. I want to buy a $600,000 house. I have, you know, 200K saved up. I have 300K saved up. So, you know, what is the best value that I can get for this home? Or I want to buy this car for the family we're about to have. Um, I want to go on a vacation. I want to go on a cruise. All of these things start to come into your mind. You know, you have a nest egg, you know, you have good money put to the side, but these bigger purchases start taking up more of your mind space, right? And then at this point, people should also have a investment account where they're, you know, investing very, very regularly and start to build that up at the 200K to a million level. 
<clears throat> and then Sean also mentions, he was like, it says, don't get comfortable here. You have a nice house and car, but you still are dependent on a job. You don't own your time. So I think the 100K to a million is the tricky level. And the place where discipline really has to kick in to be like, okay, I'm comfortable, but I'm not really like free yet. There is more work that needs to be done. All right. And then we move to level three. Once you get to the $1 million to $7 million range, as again, as, as his analysis says, you can buy what you want. Investing matters. You still work, but you can take one to two years off to explore or self-fund a new business. Now, th this level for me is the one that's most interesting. I think anything past a million, it's like, okay, I have options now. I can take some time to really evaluate what I want to do. I have, let's say of that million, you have, you know, 60 to 80% of it invested either into a brokerage or into some sort of real estate that's generating you like, I don't know, rental income, something that you know that a majority of the money of this million is working for me. And at the end of the year, if I don't work or do anything, I'll probably make 30, 40, maybe $50,000 based off of just the average market return. So you know that your money is working for you and you're going to get something back at the end of the year. So knowing you have that, there's options to be like, okay, I want to go do this thing. I want to go tr travel for, you know, three months out of the year. I want to take my family and go somewhere overseas, spend time there. And, you know, like Sean mentions, you can self-fund a new business. So this this area for me, when I hopefully, you know, fortunately, God willing, get to that level one day, I think that is the place that's most interesting because I think that's the place where you have the most leverage to be like, you can either stay in this range and, you know, be a little comfortable and enjoy the fruits of your labor, or you can keep the enjoying part very minimal and take things to the next level. You can go from like 10 to 100 really quickly or 10 to 60, or you could stay at 10 and, you know, go back to eight after you've played with the fruits of your labor and then rebuild. So stuff like that. Again, you still work, but you can take time off to explore. And he mentions his action says, pause and recognize that you no longer need to do what you've been doing anymore. You're wealthy enough to pause, take a break to explore and come back with a fresh plan for the future. Inertia is a bitch. Don't just keep doing what you're doing just because you're already doing it. And I think that's a great point because there's a common theme where when someone gets to a certain level, they keep doing it because they really, really enjoy it. And it's given them so much. Um, it's giving them so much like monetary value, which is fair, but sometimes it's okay to pause for like a couple weeks or a month or maybe two months, three months to just really take a step back and look at everything that you've done before you be tactical about your next step. And again, this is the one most excited for one day. All right. Level four, 7 million to the 25 million range. Um, as he states, you spend money anytime. It saves you time or hassle. Couple examples being, you know, you could get an assistant, you can get a chef, you can get a personal trainer, you can, you know, get 
a maid uh, for the house, for it to be clean, anything that um, anything that is way more um, like less, there's less hassle. You don't have to worry about the small things. You can just hire someone to do it because, you know, you have the money to just be like, hey, here, um, I just need this thing done. And you, you could essentially pay for others to do things for you that otherwise are just inconveniences because you'd much rather spend your time doing something else. Investing earns more than yearly income. Now, this part is like, okay, let's say if you're a CEO of a company, you know, you're bringing in two, three, four million dollars a year in personal income, you decide to hire a new CEO, and then your monthly income, or your yearly income goes down to like four or 500,000. But you're still like, in the company as like an equity owner, right? So during your years of CEO, you made so much money, you invested it all. Now that you're only making 400 or 500 grand a year, all the money that you've invested earns you that much. Let's say if you have like five to six to $8 million sitting in a brokerage account, that's giving you 8% a year. That's going to earn you some pretty nice cash. And this is the level where he says uh, most people enter the financially free category. You know, you can do anything you want regardless of cost. Um, and he had a little side note saying it's stunning how many people reach this level, but stay cheap and brag about it. They fail to shift gears. It's no longer about quote unquote making money. It's about quote unquote using it, investing, spending, and philanthropy. And yeah, I think this level is, it's, it's where things get fun and things become more fun. Cause it's like, okay, now, now I can really take everything that I've earned, everything that I've done and really start to change other people's lives at a bigger scale than I ever thought possible before. This is up until, you know, the 25 million point and, you know, level five after that is the rich, rich. <laughs> and Sean in level four, he mentions learn to spend money. He says making money is a skill and spending money is a skill too. take talk to others in this level so you can learn how to effectively use money to give you and your family a better life. And I think that's super underrated, you know, you know, and it's very easy to say that when, you know, in your, you're in your broke phase of accumulating a hundred K. So, you know, spending is not too much on the mind, but at at level four, where you are financially free, I think it's good to talk to other people to be like, hey, what are some things that I can do to um, remove these inconveniences in my life and give my family the best or my parents or the people around me, my community, all of those things. So I can, can't agree more. Uh, so, and then he says level five, rich, rich. 25 million to 200 million and he says same as above except you can fly private um and i thought that was really funny because flying private for those of you who don't know it costs close to seventeen thousand dollars for a one-way flight on a private jet for just like a couple of hours and i and that's just crazy to me like that's a lot of freaking money and that's i think this is if you own a jet i don't know how much it is if you charter it where like renting a private jet i'm not sure i don't know much about that shit because you know i'm still in the broke phase but another thing you can make big contributions 
donating a ton of money to a charity of your choice or building schools in another country, giving big amounts of, again, funding to a college or a high school that you went to. And, you know, after after level four, levels five and six, it's ultimately like what what you want to do with it. Like if you want to go out and buy a yacht, you could go do that. If you want to, I don't know, just pack everything up and go live in France for the rest of your life, you can, you know, do that. You can live in the most expensive city in the world. doesn't matter. It's completely up to the people. And the level six is <laughs> just unnecessarily rich. Anything from 200 mil to a billion. It's the wealth that you have. It just becomes a status symbol. People just know you as this person that has this much. They refer to you as someone who built this thing and they sold it for this amount. They did this with this organization. They worked with this person to build a company that did this. And, you know, this this is a very business centered. And to be frank, you know, most maybe 99.9% of the world won't ever get to this unnecessarily rich figure. And that's perfectly okay. But my whole goal with making this podcast today is giving people an idea of where they should spend their money and how they should use that money depending on the phase that they're in, right? And of course, there's like very small um, things that need to be done within each category. But um, yeah, I just thought this was super interesting and I wanted to share it. And my biggest observations from this is kind of like a self-awareness thing of knowing that, okay, even if you have like X amount of money, it's not okay to always be comfortable. Even if it is a million dollars or even if it is $7 million or um, 500K or 20K, there's levels to certain things. And once you, it's like life is the ultimate game. And when you unlock new levels, there's a whole new playground of things that you can do once you've unlocked that next level. So life, <laughs> and you know, I don't really feel weird saying this, but I mean, it's very prominent. Money is a big factor in a lot of people's lives. And, you know, it's easy for people to be like, you know, don't focus on the money or don't do anything for money. And although that's fair and it's easy to say when you do have the money, um, money is important. And if we can do something where we're making money, building that up, but then also spending our other free time doing the thing that we're actually passionate about, not giving a shit about the money. Like that thing will hopefully in due time give you a comfortable life. Maybe it's not a rich, rich life or a unnecessarily rich life, but hopefully it's something that can just help people live a life of not always worrying so much about money. You know, I think that's my ultimate goal. I don't really, I don't really think about being a billionaire. Like I, I don't, I don't know if I would ever want that. Not even like a hundred million dollars, maybe, I don't know, maybe tens of millions, but I don't know. I've never really thought about it like that. I've kind of just focused on getting to the first hundred and then taking a step back, reevaluating. And again, you guys are on this journey with me, so it'll be fun.
it'll be fun to see how this the stuff goes. But as of right now, your boy is still in the broke phase, saving money to get to that level. All right, people. That's all I have for you guys today. Like I always say, the gentleman's agreement. If you guys enjoyed, well, before I get into that, I will have the resources to the to uh, Sean's little newsletter on this because I think it's a good quick read for anyone who wants to just get a um, or just to read the thing that I talked about for the past 20 minutes. It's a lot simpler, a lot quicker. Um, but yeah, I'll link that down below. And the gentleman's agreement, you will have a podcast every single day for a year straight. Today's day number 107. And a couple things you got to like, or no, not like, follow this podcast wherever you're listening, share it with a friend, and give us a review. Be honest. I appreciate all honesty. And that's all I got for you guys today. Like I always say, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they deserve it. Thank you guys so much, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.